as a church, I think we need to make sacrifices. We need to take the step of looking at what our mission statements are and asking ourselves, well, could a 10-year-old do this? Welcome to Faith Parenting, the podcast where you will find support for your faith-centered family lifestyle. Brought to you by Faith Dreams Network, I'm Robin Blair. What is the responsibility of the faith community regarding the children? How do you welcome them, and how does that speak to the children of the faith itself? If you are the parent, might you volunteer to create a program to ensure that the community is welcoming of our children? Dr. Dawn Runman has some specific ideas that can really help. I think, you know, how do you welcome kids into your worshiping community if it means having toddlers in worship? And toddlers, and, you know, I I use this statistic often in psychology through psychological studies and also studies of kinesthesiology or movement, the age of three is the most active we will ever be as human beings, That is the movements that our limbs are involved in. Um, At age three, we are more active at age three than we will be the rest of our lives. Even in our sleep, three-year-olds move more than any other age. How can we expect that all three-year-olds are just going to sit there through a worship service, especially a worship service that doesn't really have a lot that engages them? It sort of goes against who they are developmentally. It goes against what their DNA is sort of telling them to do. And so as a church... We have to be, I think, willing to make some sacrifices and say we can't always have a quiet, contemplative worship experience. There's going to be wiggles and giggles and some noise and some movement and some action. As a church, we may need to look at how do we change some things about how we worship so that there's more visual stuff going on, so that we're not sort of always relying on just the words, but that we're using imagery and we're telling stories in different kinds of ways and, you know, are maybe using some more multi-sensory techniques and strategies that we know work so well with young children. As a church, um, we have to make some sacrifices because we have to say, these are not financially giving members of our congregation, but we're going to devote more budget to programming for these kids, to toys and supplies and things like that that will make nurseries and diaper changing stations safe and clean and well-stocked. As a church, I think we need to make sacrifices. We need to take the step of looking at what our mission statements are and asking ourselves, well, could a 10-year-old do this? Could a 5-year-old do this? Could a 3-year-old do this? Is there something about our mission statement that actually a baby or a toddler could do? Or do we just think of kids as sort of belonging to the parents and not belonging to the faith community as a full and participating member? And so as a church, we have to move out of our comfort zone to help make those families feel comfortable that their children are welcome and accepted. And I I try not to use the word should too much, but I, I feel pretty strongly that churches need to kind of step out of saying, well, once they're old enough, you know, then we'll let them in. You know, they're always old enough. We, we welcome them there, um, whether through baptism or other ways of welcoming kids, and say, you're a member of this community now. And I think another thing that gets us out of our comfort zone is that it means that we acknowledge that children aren't just people that we minister to. Children, including young children, are very capable of doing ministry whether that's through the ministry of their presence and being there in worship, whether that's the ministry of them showing amazing skills of evangelism because they're so great at welcoming others to join in. That requires some shifts in thinking, I think, to say that they are sort of full participating members of the worship community who have gifts to share 
that no one else in the whole community can really offer. You know, a three-year-old can do things, a four-year-old can do things and welcome people and show enthusiasm and have the spirit be there in ways that adults can't. And so I think it requires sort of a shift in thinking about what, you know, why are these kids here? What do they have to offer? And what are we doing that's just getting in the way of that? So I think it it requires some different thinking. And I know for a lot of people who are trained to be pastors, priests, people who are leaders of the, the faith community, they're not going to their seminaries or their places of religious education and taking a bunch of classes in child development. You know, they're taking Hebrew or Greek or, you know, that sort of thing. So they know the Bible and so they can lead and they can preach. But they need to know those little people, those youngest members of the flock, how do they need to connect with them in ways that might be different than they connect with everybody else? And then how can they engage them and invite them to be fully participating members of the community? Thank you for listening. For Faith Streams Network, I'm Robin Blair.